Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Screening Club podcast, your place for all of the media that you love. Jeff here, as always, with my two associates, Mike and Chris. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Feel I'm a little bit scorned today. Scorned, you say? I think we all are. What's going on? Well, as we're about to talk about, the, the Emmy nominations were, were announced this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can jump right into it if you want. And man, was there some some bullshit! Please, uh, yeah, feel feel free to air your your grievances. Give me some let's, of the big. Let's hop in. Yeah, what are, so what are some big points? Jump right into you... this, but it's hot. It's, it's like, hot on your mind. It ruined my day. <laughs> it, it was pretty upsetting. Day? I mean, as much as the Emmys can, the Emmys matter and have the capacity to to ruin a person's day. How much do do they matter? Um, I mean. Seppenwall on Twitter, he made a pretty good comment about why award shows like this matter. They might not matter in the year that they're aired, but right? Down the line, but as yeah, some some historical record of the the era in TV that someone twenty years from now might might want to look back on. I think they they very much matter. That's the first place they'll look. Like when you want to know what movie was big in the fifties. You look back at the Oscars. So, I mean, it's a shame mm. that that The Leftovers, one of the great TV <clears throat> dramas perhaps ever, where it ranks on, on such a list is up for up for debate. But in it, this was its final year of eligibility, and it never received a single like significant Emmy nomination um, as it first series or for acting or for writing or directing that enrages me yeah but the the leftovers have never really been been loved right they've it's always been yeah dissed and it's it's partially because it's a smaller show that doesn't attract a huge audience doesn't attract a huge buzz around it and hbo they don't really push it as much as they do their other shows like as far as campaigning goes Mm mm-hmm so I mean, it's just kind of—it always gets the short trip, but it's just again, you you want the Emmys to represent the best in when perhaps the very best around is nowhere to be seen, no representation whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's it's upsetting and it kind of renders the whole thing pointless, you know, in a way. Yeah, is is not. Is not the best. Okay. (laughs) I think you guys just have Um, an infatuation with it because of the the lost guy. Certainly, it's much better than several of the shows that were nominated in the drama series category. That's. Let me bring it up here. Undeniable. I have it up right here. Let's go through these categories. Before before you do that, I want to comment on Jeff's comment. Now, the lost guy, there were two lost men other than J.J. Abrams, and they both did a show after Lost. One... This is going to be some sort of Chris trick, so one, here one, it comes. One went off to HBO and made one of the greatest television shows of all time, The Leftovers. The other went over to a great station called FX and made The Strain. The Strand? The Strand. Now, I don't have any qualms over shitting on The Strand, just because it's a Lost show. Well, ex Pat Lost show because it's it's not like Lost. I bet you didn't even know that, Jeff. 
Uh, yeah, maybe it is run is run by one of the lost guys. It rings a bell. It rings a bell now that he says it, but I definitely don't uh, think about it. Like I, I was never thinking about that. Don't think about the strand. Watch the 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 strand. Um, it's the the leftovers is just so. I mean, we 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 don't need to get get into this. Anything we've we've ever seen before. It's like a sitcom, and it's executed. On such a high level, across the board, it, it almost got canceled, right? Um, there was a period where its future remained uncertain mm-hmm. because of its low ratings. But the critics never That's liked it. It had low ratings. What the yeah, critics, critics never liked it? Crit- no, critics liked it. The critics adored it. Bring it up. Bring up season two, the season that that got them canceled almost. It's not not cr- critically acclaimed. It absolutely is. Bring it up, but even even if it was or wasn't, it doesn't matter. It's how we feel. Universally acclaimed. Let's see. Why are you trying to disparage the leftovers? <laughs> yeah, it's it's not just okay. Leftovers season one, Metacritic sixty five percent. Yes, is that u- universally a- season acclaimed? Season one was not. Okay. Season two and is these commonly ratings seen. are only like an amalgamation of like the first episode that that's reviewed by critics. So how how can we tell whether something is critically acclaimed? Metacritic. Trust me. Meta, Metacritic season three Metascore of ninety eight. Sounds pretty uh, Metascore of season so two. So we're is, ignoring Metascore of season the, two. The is entire 80. two two thirds of the show that that well, wasn't critically one third of the show. Metascore for season two is eighty. <laughs> you know. That it is not, like, it almost got got canceled. Nin- it, what does that mean? It <laughs> 98 for the last season is not critically acclaimed. What's that famous Shakespeare line? You're, you're both getting very defensive and pissed because you know there's some truth truth to it. Jeff got it in one. That's the famous Shakespeare line. <laughs> Don't even need to look you it up. Know, you know it's true. It's like a weird show. It's a weird it's a show. It's a weird niche show, sure, but it's... Critically acclaimed. Please, please do not deny that. Okay, Metacritic of sixty-five. You you both said it doesn't count. A lot of great shows almost get canceled. That's not an indication of how good a show is. How? Well, if we're not, uh, we're we're t- we're talking about whether critics liked it. And they do. Trust me. <laughs> okay, pretty, so season one, where to, to what critics like? Now, how about this Metacritic score of sixty-five in season one? Why season why doesn't one, that that matter? Season one was not critically acclaimed. Okay, so that's though, all I'm saying. Even though sixty-eight is is that still green? Season one was was not for everybody, and they kind of recalibrated between seasons. One so and was two. it crit? It was not critically acclaimed, which clear, is what I've been saying. Clear departure from what season one. No pun does intended. With what season two goes on to become, and season three follows. Um. And with that came critical acclaim. Uh, and a universal recognition of, of the show as one of the best, I won't say ever, but of, of the last like 10 years, one of the great HBO TV dramas of all time. And that it wasn't represented in the Emmys, uh, either for season two or its last season, season three, is a shame. I think just because it's weird and out there doesn't mean it's good, though. It's weird and out there and also extremely good. It was like a sitcom. It was just, it didn't go anywhere. Even at the end here, it didn't go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere. Well, agree to agree to disagree, my sweet brother. Well, 
at least we we now have Mike admitting that season one was not critically acclaimed. But Chris, you still say yeah, that's pretty well. well it's it's important to note that well, season you, one. You guys got very upset in, 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 until you admitted that it well, was well known. Even when I brought this up, you said this this doesn't matter. Well, can the, you the sixty five? Well, you, you don't seem to think ninety eight for the last season matters. You brushed over that as simply as we brushed over the sixty five. All I said was this season was not critically acclaimed and that almost got canceled. But it was. You you just said it, it, almost it got, wasn't. Oh, Jeff, Jeff, it almost got canceled at the it end of season two. You've said twice, Mike. We'll we'll roll roll back the tape. You said twice that season one was not critically acclaimed. Season one was not, but the last two were. And it, and it almost got canceled at the end of season two, not season one. Season one, one was not critically acclaimed. That's all, that's all I'm okay, saying right let, now. Let's roll back the tape because that's not what you're saying to begin with. Yeah. Well, I think I think it was justified because it was just sort of a weird show that didn't go go anywhere. It had a it had its good moments. Justified was a pretty good show on FX. <laughs> nice. Starring Timothy Oliphant. But I know that you guys have really strong feelings about the show. So Who who God picks the, the the Emmys? TV Academy. Who is that? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually unsure of who that is. A shadowy group. Just the body of people within the TV TV industry. Is it like people it's on the TV board professionals? TV. Okay. Pretty sure just everyone similar to the Oscars, everyone who who works within the, the TV okay. industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the all the various guilds. Oh, okay. But uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, let's run through these num- these categories. Unlike the Grammys, Tonys, and Oscars, I'm, I'm just reading this here under who decides who wins the Emmy. Unlike the Grammy, Tonys, and Oscars, winners are chosen by pure judging panels that assure each nominee's work is seen by every voter. Wow. Know what that means? Uh, Emmy no- nominations were made by a vote of 12,000 members of Academy of Television, Arts, and, and, and Sciences. Wow. And they have to watch every show? I bet that means they get screeners. And it seems, and nominee means probably. The nominations are out, so they get those screeners. It nominee though must mean the initial like the the studios not nominate their shows, right? Yeah, but in that case, no one could watch that much television. Hmm, that's true. That's true. Well, anyway, let's let's move on to uh, who who uh, you guys are going to attack that didn't deserve to be in the drama series. Run down some big, run down some big things that the that, drama series that uh, come um, out to you. Better Call Saul, well deserved. I'll tell you right now, I haven't even seen it. I know, I know it was deserved. Wow. <laughs> uh, the Crown was nominated first year. That was I, a good show. I haven't watched The Crown. Can't speak to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, the Handmaid's Tale, thumbs up for that. Mm-hmm. Great for a season. Happy to see it in there. Uh, Stranger Things. Sure. Really happy to see that in there as well. Great for a season. Um and then these final three is where I kind of uh, fall off. It's where I grip my teeth when I when I think of what what else could have been in the, these shows. Place uh, House of Cards coming off its worst season by far. This mm-hmm. um, is Us. Good show. Yeah, I don't Not think best it's drama. worthy of being uh, among the uh, being put in this category. And Westworld, really good show, but. It's between the, the Westworld yeah. and Leftovers. Do you guys want to hear a funny story about the Leftovers? Always. That has nothing to do with any attack on it? What? 
the main guy. His name is like the lead guy. Justin Thoreau. Yes. I kept reading these stories. I'll I'll tell you this story from my perspective. Okay, I kept reading these stories about him. I saw it in my newsfeed, and then one of them was that he slighted some city on Canada Day. And I said, "Oh, I I didn't know that he was a Canadian." Turns out it was the Prime Minister of Canada. Does anyone know his his name? Justin Trudeau. Yes. So I had in the days leading up to Canada Day been reading all of these stories and said, wow, the guy from Leftovers is really getting his name out, out there in these past few days. And I read, uh-oh, he's insulted some ca- Canadian city by leaving their name out of something. And then that's what drew me to click on that mm-hmm. because I said, that's a little bit weird that now they're upset that the guy from Leftovers didn't mention a city. Um, and it turned out it was the prime minister. But yeah. what are the, the, the two names again? Thoreau. And Trudeau, or Trudeau, Trudeau, I think and, it's Canada. And he's actually Trudeau. from America. Yep. Because I did All-American, baby. I did the research afterwards. Married to Jennifer Aniston. Bless his soul. Oh, yeah. I, I read that, too. Big gamer, too. Really? Friend, him and Will Arnett play video games together. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. What, uh, yeah. Do you know what they play? Call of Duty, I believe. Why does everyone do do that? Every ce- c- celebrity that says they're a gamer, it's always ca- Call of Duty. Because when you don't, when you're not, or when you're not a hardcore gamer, you go to a Best Buy, you look at, you buy an Xbox, see all these hot games, and you're like, "Hey, Call of Duty! I've heard of that game." <laughs> buy Call of Duty. I guess so. I guess so. Well, Westworld, great show. I called the final scene, the final the final moment as as you guys know so i think i can speak to it a little bit more than but you also than called you it can. not critically acclaimed which was odd what westworld in, yeah in that same episode mm. it's a joke it was what's a callback joke callback joke to earlier in the episode a, people who yeah rode for that show but there were some detractors yeah for sure interesting that netflix got three 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 best drama nods best drama nods all it's pretty crazy um, House of Cards was in its first year, but Stranger Things, The Crown, in its first year. Yeah. Um, and there was a, a clear opening um, with Game of Thrones not being eligible this year for several of these shows to sneak in. And looks like they all did. Congrats. Yeah. Those shows. What I read is that HBO went uh, went really hard for Westworld this year. Yeah. I mean, in lieu of... It's most... It's biggest show. Type show. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. How House of Cards, though, keeps sneaking in there, I think, is indefensible. They just want Kevin Spacey to come to the award show. I mean, fine. Dominate those guys. Um, yeah. Those pe- those actors in the cat- their categories, but it is not among the top 20 shows on TV at, yeah. at this point. I don't know if it ever was. Did uh, anything else stick out to you in the nominations? Um, I was a little disappointed that Orange is the New Black wasn't nominated either for drama series. Um Season four was the one that was eligible. Yeah, this year not not its last season. And you know how much I love that. Yeah. Um, I did read that. Um, oh, and Carrie Coon wasn't nominated. That's the big one. Yeah. That nominated for Fargo, but not nominated, not nominated for, for Fargo. I'm glad she got something. Yeah. But Nor- the character of Nora Durst is needs to be honored. Amazing. 
yeah. and that she, and that she wasn't honored is disappointing. Same with Justin Thoreau. Mm-hmm. Um, well, after he said those things about that Canadian city. Yeah. The Leftovers did get one nomination, though. Did. Patty Levin. Patty Levin and Deb for guest actress. Yes, guest actress. Yeah. Who, who was she? Patty Levin. She was the... Uh, a guilty remnant woman that I know that Kevin killed and Kevin's then she vice president. Yeah, Kevin's vice or president. Secretary of Defense. Oh yeah. She was only in that one she, episode. She barely did anything. Oh she she did speak a that's lot. That's why she's that's why yeah. she's just that was a big episode too. She's just nominated for guest guest just actress. That was the episode I, I knew was coming but wish Great didn't title. happen. Great title for that episode. Yeah. What 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 was it? Most powerful man in the world, and then in parentheses, and his identical twin brother. Yeah, gotta give it up for that. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the rest of these uh, now. Outstanding variety talk series. Mm-hmm. Late show with Stephen Colbert. How many variety talk series are there? So is that just is that just what well, that look at that uh, is? Look at yeah. Look is, wait, is he the only one nominated? Can't be. No, no, no. I'm just saying, why is he there? Oh. That doesn't people no one like to, his show? No, I think since he's gotten more political, I think people have hmm. liked him a little bit more. I think I think that's the story. I, I haven't I don't watch Late Night. Delicious. Jimmy Fallon is not on here. Yeah. Consider that a snub, Mike? I I don't. Not not crazy. The star of the Boston Red Sox movie. He's fallen Fever out. Pitch. Yeah, true. He's fallen out of out of uh good graces with the uh with the general public, I think. Why? So a lot. Of, I think a lot of people uh, see he was f- nice to Donald Trump. I think people don't like him for that, but I think people see him as like really formulaic, where it's he just brings people on, they play yeah, games, I mean, just... <laughs> and then they then they upload it to YouTube the next day, and it always goes viral. <laughs> right. It's just just chasing that that viral. Yeah. I mean, culture. I like watching those games. I don't think it's. Particularly but I don't watch them live. Or exciting just to see him do his his shtick constantly, like. I don't know. There's just no bite to him. Don't they all do do that though? Yeah, like it's that very, James Corden. I'm not know, a yeah. I don't like James Corden. I'm not a I've big never fan seen of the show. God, I always have a soft spot in my heart for good friend of the show Jimmy Fallon. Love that guy. He deserves a nomination. Chris has been on the show. You know who was who I would say is deserving is uh, Seth Meyers. Sure, yeah, he's he's turned into a really good good New Hampshire boy. Know what he. In a good, uh, Don't in a say good. anything bad about a fellow New Hampshire. He rubs me the the wrong way. Jeff. Doesn't he seem like he's he's up to something? A to <laughs> brute. He's he seems like he's up up up. Well, to his something. his whole thing, I think, is like from my very armchair. I don't watch it, and I just watch YouTube videos sometimes. Is like I'm like his whole thing is you like what his whole thing is like nobody watches me. Because I'm on late and I'm like nobody really watches me, so I'm gonna go like way more political than yeah, all the other guys the usually go. By far, and that'll be like why people watch my YouTube videos. The That's Seth Meyers thing. Yeah, I thought his thing was just to do his little mischievous smile and look like he's up to something. Well, that that comes with his, his political commentary, political leanings. What about uh, Jimmy Kimmel? How's everyone feel about him? He's a uh, I think he's like a stalwart. He's always yeah, I like Kimmel. He's always good. I, I would say I like him among the three guys at eleven thirty. Kimmel's my favorite. If okay. you want to talk about a shtick though, you're talking about real time with Bill Bill Maher. Is that man means? yes. Wow. That man has the same delivery of the same dry, sarcastic joke. Sure. Like yeah. 
I would new, say the, I don't like the new rules. Banter part of his show is very formulaic, but it, what what keeps it fresh and interesting every week are his his panel discussions and the, the interviews. On. That 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 what that's what makes it stand out above all these other shows. And also, Full Frontal with Samantha, Samantha B has been nominated. Anyone seen that? that? I have People like that show. Fun fact about that show. Fun, fun personal fact about me. One time I was on YouTube, and I was watching, and I have YouTube, and I have I I watch the ads on YouTube sometimes. Can I just quickly interject? This is a fun story about Full Frontal <laughs> with Samantha B. Yep, fun okay. story, really yeah. a fun personal story about that. Show. Okay, so even I better. Click, I was clicking on a YouTube video. I forget what video it was, and an ad for that show came up. And then I slow, you know, in the bottom left, you can see how long the ad is. Mm-hmm. I slowly realized. It was the it was an entire episode. I've heard about that happening. Samantha B. I thought the audacity. I could <laughs> after fifteen seconds, I could skip it, but I said, "I wonder how much money this YouTube channel is going to get if I watch this entire yeah if I watch this entire episode because because like they you I don't know if you guys know how YouTube works is if if you have a skippable ad, ad on your YouTube video and people don't skip it, you get more money versus worth if they skipped it. Mm. There's only, I think it's like a fraction of a, of a percent or whatever. But I said to myself, like, I'm going to be the one outlier in this guy's YouTube check where it's like, he watched the 30 minute ad. It was all right. It was like, it was about the same as all these, like uh, of all these daily show of all the fallout of all these ex correspondents, not as good as last week tonight. No, that's a special case, but it's like, and that's that's what is probably going to win. I'd, I'd say. say it's about the same as um, Colbert, same yeah. quality as that. I'd say. Can I ask you guys? For, for first, first of all, just give me both each of you one one to ten. How do you rate Breaking Bad on a scale of all shows ever? The entire series, yes. Rating. I'm leading somewhere with this, so, so I'll go please. first. Eight out of ten. I said it's my favorite show of all time, so I give it a ten. You've said that. I don't even remember you saying that. Okay, say that. and because I'm just trying to think about what to expect here, and how would you then rate Better Call Saul? Better Call Saul. Granted, we're only through three seasons of Better Call Saul. So mm-hmm. Much room for Could drop. improvement or even a, a little bit of a downswing. Mike, uh, I would give Saul an eight, eight and a half. Yeah, I'd say this season got really close to an eight. I'd give it say a seven, seven and a half. But it's such a different show. Like you're thinking, it's going to be like a continuation of Breaking Bad. I don't know. It really is just it's it's its own thing, just in the same universe. Breaking Bad isn't really what I thought it was was going to be either, right? Mm-hmm. Breaking Bad, or I don't know. I guess where I am now, and I don't want to take over our Emmy talk, but I did want to mention Breaking Bad. Uh, I thought we were going to talk about Breaking Bad in its own segment. Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to skip to? Do you have any more things to say about the Emmy nods? Are you mad about anything else? I had a few other thoughts. <laughs> well, let's do it. We'll please. Are, are we just gonna have thoughts on Emmys? I already told my thoughts. Are we just gonna? Well, that Can was an Emmy thought. It was about Better Call oh, Saul. You were gonna connect it with nominated. Right. Better Call okay. Saul. Please, please continue. But I would like to uh, 
are are we gonna go go through each category that the leftovers should have been not n- nominated in and, and attack the every category the, the nomination every category they are eligible well, let's for? Let's talk about a couple other really nice things that, that the Emmys did. Sure. How about Big Big Little Lies? That's what I was going to go. Big Little Lies, very well represented. Um, Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, Shailene Woodley, and um, Laura Dern each got nominated. Great and show. was nominated for Best Miniseries. Great so show. Good for them. Um, Pretty good show. How about this? Bet versus Joan feud also nominated for limited series. Now the Emmys. That's do, a Mike favorite. The, the Emmys do love their FX they love anthology their series. They do love their Ryan Murphy. This actually reminds me. You know what show didn't get any Emmy love? I don't think. Oh man, what was American it? Horror Good Story. point. Wow. American Horror Stories always gets yeah gets even, some love. Even Coven got some love. I was recently with some friends of mine, and they were binge watching American Horror Story. Wow, can you believe you were the expert of American Horror Story? Season one. <laughs> and I had Second thought season. I had seen season one, but I had been confused. I think I first saw s- season two, mm-hmm. right? So I said, oh, I've, I've seen that. Yeah. And then I sat down and I asked, I started asking questions like, who, who is that? And then I realized, I said, I don't think I've ever seen, seen this. And then I realized it was that murder house. Mm-hmm. Murder House is really good. Murder House was received quite a few Emmy nominations. I noticed that it was officially labeled Murder House. Retro, retro, retroactively. So it is official, though? Yeah. yeah. That's a cheesy... I mean, I heard the guy in the episode say mur- Murder House. It's like a... So it it's a sense, yeah, it's but... a reference to the in-universe, in like... It's like a cheesy, like, horror tour. I, I watched uh, oh, okay. the you full watched episode three. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Only. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So I so joined you know. in just just for one. Well, just I, for kicks for like the first like half of it. I thought I had already seen it, and you know about my you know who who yeah. knows how much I'll remember in my brain. Uh, but then about halfway through is when I realized I've I've never seen this. But just a quick question on. that just came to my mind. Yes. In Roanoke, how was the what was the opening credits music like? Was up with that? There was no sequence. Oh, that's disappointing. It was disappointing, yeah. Oh, every season before then, it's the same song, but it's like done in a different style. Boom, boom. The style of the season, boom. and it's like cool. It's like a cool. Like, because what's it gonna they have be? To keep up like the whole show within the show. Oh, reality. that's pretty lame. Oh yeah, that makes that makes sense, yeah. but it's lame. Yeah, it was disappointing because it's often one of my favorite parts. Of the yeah, show. you know my my. Other friends went to Universal Studio and were describing how, although they had never seen American Horror Story, that song they they had like it was Horror Nights or something, oh, and there okay. was American Horror Story, uh, Haunted House oh, or wow. something, and that song was just con- constantly playing throughout the it's entire a good song. house. I like it. It gets you in the mood for to be scared. It is just that boom, boom, boom. But in season two, season two is my favorite one because it goes boom, 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 and then it'll be like. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. Do a do hot. It. I don't want to do a hot mic and annoy my, our listeners. But it'll it'll be like, like really loud. <laughs> yes, yes. And it'll. Be, I did. It'll hear be that. like, whoa, that's pretty. And I'll be like, oh, I'm ready to get scared. But n- no, what I was thinking because they they were saying I don't know if the haunted house was the murder house, but they were saying like creatures from the show it seems were in the haunted house, 
Wouldn't that that be cool? Creatures from the show? <laughs> My God. That would be cool. <laughs> oh, and I saw, uh, what's her name? The the older actress, the woman. She's great. She seems to be up to no good in Murder House as well. Yeah. During That's episode funny. three. She, uh, yeah. She and that was... one man kept digging holes. Is that David Duchovny? Is it? <laughs> digging holes? No, that's um, Dylan McDermott. He kept digging ho- I said, is this man a doctor or is he a pro- professional hole, hole digger? <laughs> I don't know. Is, is that through, throughout the whole so, season? I saw that season so long ago. Okay. I, well, remember, I remember the big parts of that season. If you need any advice on season three. But anyway, you, neither of you expected that to be nominated at the Emmys. No, I didn't. Emmys just love that show. So <laughs> yeah. it, always, it always gets some sort of love. Um, not in the series category than in, in the acting categories. But I don't think anyone got nominated. Yeah. Atlanta, great show. Thrilled to see Classic. Atlanta and Donald Glover each, each receive nomination. They might not get a, not get a chance to be nominated for a while. Probably Again. won't be eligible next year. Yeah. Um, the Night of also got a limited series nomination. Oh, that's good. Along with Riz Ahmed and yeah. Jean Turo. Yeah. Structured reality program. Yep. Let's not go down that. It's the Emmys for you. That well. <laughs> the Amazing Race always wins. Uh, no, that's not structured, Chris. Structure. I guess I don't know the difference between or structure maybe it's and not. Wait. Amazing Race is a um, competition reality program. Oh, that's the designation. Uh, what the hell is what does structured mean? That's a reality competition pro- program. Unstructured examples are Born This Way on A&E, The Deadliest Catch, Structured Antiques Roadshow, hell yeah, <laughs> Diners, Di- oh my like god, general, yeah, dude. Is there like a general like conceit to each episode, like a like a te- an outline that each episode sort of follows? In these I'd say like unstructured ah, is like okay. you're following a life. Structured is it's like, yeah, there's like a thing that. Yeah, you sitting around like a Where, Where's Pawn Stars? Too cheap to fly out. It wasn't Pawn Stars a year. <laughs> Can you believe has di- Diners, Drive-Ins, and dine, Dives is nominated for an Emmy? The Emmys is hosted oh, in Flavortown. That's that crazy man show. Guy Fieri. Yeah. Mike, you saw Guy Fieri And in the may flesh, have won it? since it seems to have been on for so many years. It, no, it may have this won. This is the first year nominated. This season was really killer. Oh, the season of Triple D was a real killer. They had a lot more focus on dives this this year. <laughs> yeah, and things got really deep. No, what? I'll just say a quick a quick thing about him. No one has ever seen him dislike food. Okay, because because you know how on a lot of these shows, you know they'll say, "Oh, I like it," or, or "I don't like it." On that show, everything he ever tastes is um, unbelievably mm-hmm. good. People have asked him what he doesn't like, though, and he has he has said what he doesn't like. Really? It's eggs. He doesn't like eggs. It's eggs? Really? Yeah. I feel like I've probably seen him eat, eat eggs. I believe after I found that fun fact out about Guy Fieri, I looked it up a YouTube video, and it was him, like, on Triple D, and he was like... Triple D? <laughs> that's what they call it. That's what he calls it. Um... He was on Triple D, and he was like eating this egg thing, and he was like, "Now I don't like, I don't really not a big fan of eggs." And then they made this crazy egg thing, and he was like, "I'm not a big fan of eggs, but this thing rocks." <laughs> like, he, like, he like loved the egg thing. Wow, Emmy nominated Guy Fieri. That's pretty cool, Mike. <laughs> Any other thoughts, Mike? Uh, I think we we 
Gonna be a big night. What I need to say. When are what? Let's end it with when are the Oscars? Not the Oscars. When are the Emmys? In September. Okay. Well, we'll be here. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll do a full review. I'm sure, something crazy is gonna happen. I um. I'll talk about Breaking Bad for, for a minute. Um, but I think uh, what, what, where are you at? What season episode? I'm pushing through real good, but a lot of it's a. I, I actually feel bad because it's so good, but I need. I feel like I, I need to focus more because I'm really just pushing through. Uh, hmm. We've got. I think I did just have one of the season finales. No, I'm not there yet. But we have, uh, as as Mike would say, we're at the very end end of the season. You can go look on Netflix Watch History. You can see the exact Chris, episode that you You watched. are the master of Netflix Watch History. It's been a constant burden on me uh, for years and years a sharing a Netflix Nef- account with you. It's a fun feature of a shared Netflix account. You can see everything he that everyone really, watches. In fact, Chris almost certainly knows, and he's just trying <laughs> well, not, not, not fun, to show. Fun fact, I don't know, but fun fact, I used it the other day because... Jeff and I share an Netflix account. Go on. Jeff had already seen all of House of Cards, so all of the episodes are are seen as watched. So yeah, I take a week off of House of Cards. I'm not sure what episode I was on, so I go back to watch history. That is annoying, but it's fixed. You can do sub accounts. We're but just shouldn't lazy it be? Don't have a sub account. There should be one button to say reset the whole series or reset the whole season. Because sure. that's annoying. Sure, but we could we could easily just do sub accounts. Me and you could each have our own different sub accounts. Well enough. We're just both lazy and don't. I'll do say that. this. Um, Where are you in the show? What's the last thing that happened? Where, if you guys had had to guess first, just where where do you think I, I, I am? Mid season three. I think you're beginning of season four. Very good. Uh think we're somewhere in in season four nice we've it, it really is just a great show um with that being said i do just feel bad because i i this don't pay enough life. attention yeah and i have really and what really made me think that was because i'll be i'll have it on while i'm doing other stuff and when they start, they're speaking in Spanish with the subtitles. I said, "It it deserves better than than this," because I w- I wasn't really watching. I couldn't read the sub oh, okay. the the subtitles. So at that point, I said, "I will not. I will only focus when they're doing their subtitles." So I did pause it and rewatch that that scene. Hmm. I know you don't know what what scene, but what's just happened. Um, well, they bought the car wash. Okay. Um, there has been some crazy stuff. I mean, Hank. Well, I mean, lots of stuff has happened since we lost last talk. Hank was like attacked by oh, those brothers. Yeah, I mean, that was crazy. With uh, also was it? Did. And, and and you're both gonna be like that was very clear or whatever. Who who what what was it? Gus that called him and warned him. It was either Mike Gus or Mike on Gus's 
behest, I believe. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's happening. Just a lot of... I, I haven't really pr- prepared anything here to because uh, i'm just sort of thinking about everything that's happened well, how do you how about how are you feeling about the show Good. Oh, okay uh i am it's a little different than i thought at this point like he still is sort of like not a not a big man in town you know like he's working for them mm-hmm. you know like i sort of thought that by this point he'd be more of like a the main guy in the situation, but it's sort of looking to me like, you know, he's, he's going to be working for these, these, these people. I guess it is seeming like something's going to come to a head with Gus and with Hank, you know, so great about uh, season three that sort of bleeds into season four is it sort of climaxes at the end of season three between, Walt and Jesse and Gus, like they they reach a point of no return, I would say. And then all of season four is really just that like endless cat and mouse chase between Walt and Gus. That's a that's a whole nother thing though that you just reminded me of. The guy that Jesse kills. Mm-hmm. Do you remember his name? I, oh, Gail. I think it's Gail. Um I have seen so much of him recently because right before I started watching Breaking Bad, I was rewatching some of The Office where Gale is also there. Gale, the office? yes, very briefly. I think he's yes, yes I know. and he's also like I guess like he's he's one of the leads in Billions. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that actor gets around. Yeah. Um. So I'm just thinking like. This guy, I, I mean, I, I guess he was what he's probably ten years older now when he was in Billions, so mm-hmm. he's a lot younger in that, like, just maybe more na- maybe naive. Pop up in Better Call Saul, maybe. Oh yeah, because Wouldn't it happens, but be. before. Well, that's exciting. Out of the equation. Promise, promise me this. That you're gonna start giving Breaking Bad your your undivided attention. Well, I love it, so I'm not meaning to. But, but it it needs it, it it needs it, really, uh, especially the back half of season four, which I think is maybe the show at its very best. I'll I'll make sure, and I I want to say, uh, one one more thing. I'm still thinking. Hank is gonna get brought into this somehow. No, what? Maybe I. I feel like you. You guys will probably enjoy if I make a couple like predictions because because sure. you you already know. I think Hank's just. I feel like Hank's gonna be on the other side at some point. You think he's going to flip to work with Walter? He's gonna break bad. Yes, he's gonna break bad. Uh, probably like. Uh, those are just like the most crazy scenes when you know, like he's like bringing Walt into stuff a little bit mm. and like, like something's going to happen with that stuff. <laughs> like I think, and I don't think it's going to be, you know, like Hank busting him or, or something. I think some weird thing is going to happen. Hank's going to be almost like forced to come onto the the other side um hmm. 
that was also another whole thing when he beat the crap out of Jesse. Um, Could you blame him for what, what they did to him? Well, it, it had to be done. That was like the crazy. That was one, one of the. Okay, I will say, I think that episode, I don't know if that, that was somewhere in season three. That was probably my favorite episode so far. When when, in the, when they're in the trailer, yes, okay, I think that you. was so much tension. I'm thinking there was another show recently where I said like I can't believe how much tension there it was is. Big was it? Yes, it like that was another moment where where I was like I cannot. Oh, actually, I I took a break uh, when when Hank pulled in. I said. I need a break <laughs> before seeing this because it it was just like oh uh, and then Walt is telling Jesse what to say through the door and whenever that the owner of the park or whatever came out and started saying like do you have a search warrant <laughs> like it was so oh I my god that, that man yeah <laughs> the junkyard joe <laughs> yeah might see him again. He's got some respect. He's got pro or whatever it's called. Honor. Honor, yes. He's got some some honor. So I'll I'll say any other predictions you guys think think I should make without giving a, anything away like maybe like what happens what do you to think people. What's going to happen between Walt and Gus? I mean that's kind of a, an untenable situation. Um uh Something tells me, although it seems like, like I, I guess it's sort of like the 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 Game of Thrones problem. How many seasons can can we carry this this through? Like, I think it's possible that if we really stretch it out, like the final episode could be the outcome of what happens with, with them. But I could also see just like the end of this season, just being like, oh, Gus is dead now or something. So, but what do I think will happen? I think Gus needs to go. <laughs> I think at some point Time Gus, Gus is go. is going down, and maybe even what's his name, Gus's good friend, assistant man, Mike. Mike. Yeah, maybe he'll hop on board. Mike. I do like him, but I don't like how he's like. I think he also like the trailer park man has has honor, but I don't like. I really don't like how all of Gus's guys are just like. I'm going to stare at you in silence. Like that happens like all, all the time. Like I hate that. Um, but yeah, so that, and anything else I, I should guess what, what about, uh, this isn't a spoiler, but what percentage chance do you think the aliens will show up? <laughs> Not well, a spoiler. I know what? Aliens will show up. They've already shown, shown up. Okay. Um, I mean, it was exciting, like seeing that drawing of Heis of Heisenberg that I've like seen other places being placed at what whatever that thing was, like the prayer thing. It must be some sort of like dark prayer thing, right? It must be like a death prayer area. Oh, yeah. they, were, uh, they were conjuring some, a death prayer. Some demons like that. That was exciting because I've seen that just like in popular culture, but I didn't really like. I I knew it was from from the show, so like that was exciting when I saw that. Um. Oh, I also saw. I am the one who knocks. That like just just happened. Um, I'll say that was. It had just been built up in my mind like it was gonna be way more crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be too Skyler. I thought he was going to be, like, crazy threatening someone, you know? What's so great, though, is that it, it is kind of bullshit, though. Like, that's just kind of Walt's mm. vision of himself. Ego. Yeah, it's not but true. in reality, at that moment, he is not that, that figure that he's describing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very true. That's, that's also true. I just thought... Because I had, you know, that's like the most famous thing of, of the whole show, right? Catchphrase? Well, don't say one if it's I think it's the, for me. It's up there. It's definitely, yeah. I, would, I think that might be the, the most. Yeah. That there is are, like there the, are a couple. the one there's thing. A, there's yeah. one oh. in season five that I love. Yeah, there's one other one that I'd say okay. is better. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it well well known? Yeah. Okay. I believe it was Don't say it. My fantasy football team name at one point. <laughs> oh, I do remember you having some sort of Charles weird name. And I were going back and forth with our our team names. Oh, now I remember uh his team name Skylar White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, we all remember Mike's famous fantasy football team name. I was going to make a joke, but I messed it up. What's the joke? I was gonna, I said Famous, I said team name instead of, we all remember the famous Breaking Bad quote, James Earl Jones. <laughs> That's another classic Mike team name. I wouldn't mind getting a Los Polos shirt or something like that. And also something like... Oh, I have a Breaking Bad shirt that I've worn for years. You probably didn't even know it was a Breaking Bad shirt. Well, well, is, is it a spoiler? No, he's working for Gus. I have a Breaking Bad shirt for a product that's in Breaking Bad that you haven't seen yet. Okay. A product. Mine is the like akin to Los Pollos, like oh, okay. another like yeah, another thing, thing from some sort of brand from the show. Well, I've seen the laundry. What? I've seen plenty of the laundromat. I have I the symbol that's okay. on the methanol uh, barrels. It's the bumblebee with the Chinese writing. I don't think I know that. Oh, okay. I'm familiar with the barrels. Mm-hmm. Okay, very nice. Well, I'll keep you guys updated. I'm sure, you know, that's why everyone comes here for a nice long uh, general chat about, like, season two to four of Breaking Bad. all of our listeners enjoyed our nice custom Jeff's Breaking Bad update theme song that played. (laughs) So, I'm sure you all enjoyed that. (laughs) Valen, who edits the podcast, you can slip that in. Just just write a Breaking Bad uh, Jeff song. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's uh, let's talk a little Game of Thrones preview. Mm-hmm. Now we have nailed down uh, our friend and regional expert uh, Tony, who's going to c- come in and give us his review of the first episode of Maybe season the seven. Title is regional special little expert. <laughs> Re- regional special. Little expert with no further designation on what he's expert of or why, uh, and especially no cer- certification of of any kind. But he has agreed, and that's going to happen. But for now, why don't we just talk about where we left off in season six, six and what we're expecting here in season seven? Yeah, mm-hmm. I just watched the last two, two episodes, of season six. Ah, so maybe Mike can lead us through this. What? Maybe you can lead us through. Yeah, this would, would you like fresh. like to lead us why, through? Why don't we do? You do... Guys, do you guys plan on doing that at some point? Why don't we do? That's a good question. I'll probably I'd watch. Say watch watch um nine and ten the finale of last year. 
Okay. That episode covers a shit ton. Mm. And it will put you in a great, great space. I watched them not too long ago, a few months ago. And my God, that is such an amazing episode. Probably the best the show yeah. ever done. Mm. And the last episode of season six? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Winds of Winter. That's what it's called, right? I believe so. This that whole obviously twenty minute opening yep. scene at King's Landing is just jaw droppingly beautiful. The only time Game of Thrones has ever used piano music. And it's wow. true, and it is so fitting and so haunting, and just the way it just culminates at uh, at the very end is breathtaking. Mm-hmm. It's so great. Um, but the final four scenes of the episode really are just like perfect final moments of the season, but also great setups for this current season. And they they start with uh, Arya feeding the uh, Walder Frey mm-hmm. children to him in the form of a pie mm-hmm. before slicing his throat. And Classic. She has this really cold, nasty, calculating look on her face. Like, she is someone never to be messed with again. <laughs> Fascinating to see where, where she goes from, from there. I mean, yeah. Walder Frey is just another person crossed off her list. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we go to Bran, uh, right at the wall, where he, he touches the tree, flashes back to the Tower of Joy, and he witnesses the birth of Jon Snow, uh, who happens to not be Ned Stark's son, but in fact, Lyanna Stark's son, and that just amazing cut to the infant baby to cut to Jon, um, at the table at Winterfell, and it's just this slow pullback, and the camera swells. It's just such an amazing edit there. Like it's so simple, but it's so profound, and kind of gives you goosebumps. Yeah, such an amazing scene. And then John, shortly after, is crowned King of the North. Um, then we go to King's Landing, where Cersei takes the throne. Jamie arrives, witnesses the, the destruction that she has, has wreaked, and sort of peeks in right as she's being crowned, and he has that look of not again conflicting emotions on his face. <laughs> not again. Not again. <laughs> so that relationship, I think, is key mm. between the two, because maybe, perhaps Jamie is, has reached a breaking point there. Mm-hmm. And then the final scene, obviously, Daenerys set in sea. Yeah. Set in sail for, for mm-hmm. King's Landing in Westeros. What I am most excited for this season is the. I know it's kind of odd to say this, that I'm excited for less episodes, but I'm excited for the increased pace that less mm-hmm. episodes will provide. Just out of necessity. I'm a little worried, though, about the increased pace. They've never had to do it before, yeah. I'm worried that things may feel a little too rushed. Yeah. If they have to condense it. It's definitely a possibility. But you're going to say something, Jeff? Yeah, well, the episodes are longer, though, right? So there's similar, probably, screen time or whatever. Yep, yep, similar similar screen time. It'll be interesting what they do with it. Um, I believe the first episodes are written by the, the Davids. 
Um, no episode written by George this season. Are like you the, sure George writes an episode? No, I said I don't think there is any. No, I think he's still deceptive. Yeah, I think right. the last few seasons he hasn't done any. He's busy. He is writing two pages a day. <laughs> Keeps the doctor away. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think about the hound? He's back. He is back. He was. What's on he gonna his... do? Yeah, his his place in the where the show is going. I'm I'm not so sure. Sort of like where he fits. I think we're gonna get what what everyone's been been wanting. The game bowl. Yes. Come on, it's it's Ooh, it's got to happen, right? I've seen. Um, well, in the trailer, we see a quick glimpse of uh, Barrett Dondarrion, the priest for the Red Priest for the Brotherhood Without Banners. Right. Um, and he's fallen in with them before. I think it was like season three or something. Um, and the Hound is the epitome of having no banners right now. So I think it would make sense. This is complete speculation, but I think it would make sense that he would where, hook up with them. Where do they fit in? Where does he fit in just the ensuing endgame with conflict at King's Landing and the conflict up at the north? Like, those are really where the two focal points of where the show is going. Where does the Hound go? Oh, where does he go there? In the wars to come. Maybe a, gen- a general in the wars to come. I don't know. There's so much, you know? He's a free agent. There's so much, and I'm sorry if, uh, well, he's also best friends with uh, Arya. He'll be friends with Arya. Best friend, really? Well, she she didn't kill him. She left him there to, to <laughs> suffer, was, to wither away and die. He was pleading with her. Like, to, to kill him would have been an act of mercy. Yeah, but he's made his turnarounds because she allowed him to live. They were like best friends. He was using her as as, as a pawn to to, to sell and yeah, but they had become I don't know about friends. She hated him. They had become weird, you know. He was, I think, protective of her and nice to her beyond just trying to. Maybe a little bit near the end, but she repaid that by not granting him his final wish (laughs) and leaving him to suffer. As a broken man and then die. Yeah, but there is a bigger... He hates other people more than her for that. Sure. Like, he's going to bust in there and kick kick some ass. At this point, though, I don't think he would be even even be able to take Arya. Like, she's probably surpassed him as a <laughs> well, she, woman of combat. Yeah. She's got magic powers, too, now. <laughs> it's a whole nother, whole nother realm. She could turn, turn herself into... It... Into well, not to him, right? Or can she? Can she turn herself into anyone, or only people that are dead? I, don't, I think it's unclear. It's un- yeah, whether she can use faces of people who are alive, or if it's just if the people who are dead. What or- about the friendship between the Martells and the Ty- Tyrells? Well, Martells, Tyrells, and the—they're united around one simple idea, and that is. Um, seek vengeance on the Lannisters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How is there any way that Cersei is not screwed? Is, 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 is there any way? There's no way, I right? I mean, she has 
up, up. She's going up against the Dothraki horde, um, the Unsullied, the full armies of the Tyrells and Martells, <laughs> and three dragons, vibrating dragons. Now, to our <laughs> knowledge, there are no other like major houses unified around the Lannisters. All they have is their own army and whatever other smaller houses that that stick by them. Vassal houses. What? Vassal houses. Vassal houses. Yes. Is there known? Very nice, Chris. So Thank you. yeah, you would imagine, you would think that that is just that <clears throat> what they're going up against dwarfed what what they have. So I. I think they're. <clears throat> I think their only chance is um, if the if winter comes a little bit early, and all those forces have to fight the White Walkers, and maybe significant numbers are lost, and they're able to eke out their existence and then fight this like weakened. That's force. true. But I don't think that's how the season's going to go. I think the the White Walkers aren't even like on. Danny's radar, though, right? Like, she's coming right in to, to take over. Right. No, the White Walkers haven't even made it to the wall yet. And they can't. Theoret- they can't get theoretically. Pass through the wall because it's. Because of magic. Because of magic, yeah. Um, so, how they go about getting through. That wall's coming down. Isn't, well, it, isn't it speculated that like if Bran passes through the wall because he's been marked by the Night King, that it'll break the spell. That could it'll break the magic. Break the spell. It's been theorized. I think that. And Bran knows is, if that makes sense. Bran is going through that wall. He's <laughs> going to probably to Winterfell. Yeah. Oh my God. What about? I'm sorry if you already mentioned this, Melisandre. She rode south. She was banished. But she's got to re- reappear, right? That she brought John back to life. She's, just such, she's such a groupie. She just goes yeah. from, from king to king to king. Whoever she she, she now sees as her, as her best chance <laughs> yeah. to, to ride into glory. Um, she She's an old gal. So maybe she goes from... from she goes from worshipping Stannis to John. Maybe she goes... Hitches her her wagon to Daenerys. Maybe, yeah. Maybe she goes to Cersei in King's Landing, and Cersei uses her her blood magic to fight fight back. M- Melisandre uses. Yeah. Oh, you mean she uses Melisandre's blood magic? I don't think that's gonna. I mean, we saw how that worked out for uh, for Stannis. <laughs> Um, it did work out in that murdered Renly. Yeah, I mean, all three of the people that That's she true. turned into, that she used the leeches symbolically to kill, did die. Um, I am really intrigued by where the Brotherhood of... Uh, Brotherhood Without Bran- Banners plays into the season, because they've been so... We haven't even seen them for multiple seasons. Um... They and, have never been the most interesting well, thing to me. So. They, well, Gendry, Gendry, I think is his name. Theoretically, the person that should be on the throne in the Baratheon line. Well, he's a bastard, though. Is, well, the, uh, theoretically, he has maybe the best claim to the throne. 
um, if you're still on the Baratheon line. Right. He's with them right now, and they're gonna, we know they're gonna play some part in this season. Uh, and they do follow the Red God. So, wait, he's with the Brotherhood? How do you know that? I thought he, um, I thought he he stayed with them. No. Wasn't they? When, he was sent. sent oh, he away was at, with them. He, he was, was with sent them, away and then boat. he was sent away. Yeah, yeah. But he by, was with by, them. Uh, a little bit. E- either way, what I, what I was trying to say is that I think Melisandre could meet up with them because they right. follow the same religion. That's sort of what gave her the idea about bringing people back to life. Is witnessing. Yeah. What mm. they yeah. So them being of the same religion might be a good fit for her and her her lost soul. Any. Predictions for how this season is going to end? I'd like to hear. I feel very strongly that this season is going to mostly deal with the business at King's Landing. And then there's going to be some sort of regrouping at the end that sort of focuses, that turns our attention to what's going on up at the wall, which is what the final series will be about. Yeah, I agree. The world coming together to fight the pushback against the White Walkers. Do you think the White Walkers are coming through that wall by the end of the season? I'm feeling yeah. yeah I could see the wall falling. Something crazy, like in that maybe the wall will fall, will crumble to the ground. Do you think that maybe they just cross through? Well, first, Chris, what what do you think is going to happen? I think one of the final shots, if if one of the the final shot, if not one of the final shots. Maybe in the second to last episode, is going to be someone not Cersei sitting on the Iron Throne, like sitting down. The what if it's the 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 king, the Night King? Yeah, maybe we have to get Daenerys sitting down on that throne. <laughs> well, she'll be in that, the trailer. She sits at Dragon's. Dragon's that could be trailer. a combo, though. Final episode: Daenerys on the throne and the White Walkers coming through the wall. That, that would be a nice ending. Daenerys did have a vision of a destroyed throne room with snow falling. Right. Um, you know, these last uh, these last episodes in in the last season that they're, they're all going to be r- really long, right? I think it'd be like a movie. I think like a few of them are going to be an hour and a half or one's going to be an hour and a half, but most most are going to be over an hour. That's crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh man. We're just, we're, we're hours away. Yeah. I know who terrifies me the most. What prospect terrifies me the most about this season? What? Samwell. Who? Samwell? Mm. No, I'm excited about Samwell. He's going to figure, figure it all out. Or he could die. Little finger. (laughs) Oh, still having Santa's ear. We don't know what he's up to. Mm -hmm. What? What he wants? I don't know. He's just such a calculating bastard of a a man. He's only out for for himself. That's true, and you mentioned that that last time. But that also just just makes me think. All of that seems so little compared to it does what Danny. But he could really screw things up for John. Yeah. Son of a bitch. And you know what else is is scary? I was listening to a podcast that sort of got got me thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Is that Sansa knows what what he did to to to, to come to power at the Vale? 
knows that she murdered Lysa. Yeah. Can you say that again? I w- I didn't hear the beginning of what you said. Sansa knows what Littlefinger did at the Vale to ah, gain control. Claim control. Yeah. And perhaps he see- he will see her as threat threat to him. I don't know. I just feel like Sansa is very vulnerable because she knows and she, if she really wanted to, she could probably take away his power. Hmm. So that's true. Interesting. That is going to be an interesting oh, thread so to, to watch. Between him, John and Sansa scares the shit out of me. Yeah. I want one more prediction from each of you. This is just, you know, there's, there's no way to tell, but what's going to be, how how are we going to open this this season? Wh- wh- where are we going to be and with with who? It's going to be Daenerys. I feel like yeah, big big part of the premiere will be Daenerys arriving at uh, wherever she arrives at in Westeros, going to Dragonstone. Mm-hmm. That's actually the name of the premiere, Dragonstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll be arriving at her home. Is Dragonstone completely vacant? You know. Well, you got to think that there were like. There's people living there, you know, like, yeah. like Winterfell is like a city is like a, is like a castle, but then there's like, like a little village around it. Right, right, right. So you got to think like all these, all castles completely abandoned. I bet the castle is abandoned, but you got to think all these villagers are probably like, the hell happened? Abandoned, abandoned yeah. us. Stannis Baratheon yeah. flags. Like oh yeah. There's that <laughs> really ornate desk of the mm-hmm. Seven Kingdoms table of the seven kingdoms oh man it's it's gonna it's gonna be crazy i yeah. hope we progress to, um, to 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 bran catching up with john and winterfell because he he is the bearer of the truth now he knows his true parentage mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah there's oh, uh, yeah. yeah it's gonna be crazy i mean it's all People are gonna have to start dying too, you know. Like we're this is we're heading towards towards the, the the end. I saw a headline today, and it was like, and it was like, here's everyone that dies in this season of Game of Thrones. And I said, this season? Yeah, I said, why? I don't why want would any, they? I don't want any. No I don't want any part of this. I said, I don't even want to click on this to find out how they know, because I don't want any part they of this. Don't know. That was probably just maybe some... scripts were leaked. Mike, you ever think about mm. that? No, the, the episodes weren't. No one has seen them. Okay. Well, be careful out there is all I'm saying. (laughs) Be careful where you tread. Uh, Like three seasons ago, I was on uh, Wikipedia looking at something about the Red Wedding, and I I ruined something for myself down the line. Was it that everyone died? No, it's actually something that hasn't happened in the show. It's the Lady Stoneheart business? It's a difference from the book. To the show, so it actually didn't happen. So I ended up not spoiling myself. Oh, okay. So it ended up being okay, but I thought I spoiled myself real bad. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll definitely be talking about this next week. Oh yeah. Can't wait. So happy. Uh, Until then, where can we find you guys online? Twitter.com/slash that morris screeningclub.com at linguistics underscore screeningclub.com. And you can find me Twitter at Jeffum J E 
F-F-A-M. You can find all of us, as the guys mentioned, on ScreeningClub.com for more articles, insight, and to share your thoughts. You can also get at us through email, ScreeningClub at gmail.com, and share any comments or thoughts you have on there. Remember to rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast service and to follow us on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Uh, And until next week, next week, that's when we'll be talking about Game of Thrones. Until then, have a great week and we'll catch you then. God's bless.